Oh, Brian's hit the record button. Oh, good. Yeah, hit that. Actually, I got to move this clock that ticks out of the room. Hold on one second. <laughs> Ready? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 83. It's Tuesday night, October 19th, 2021. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Let's do this podcast. It's like like it's our last day on earth. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Who's here tonight? <laughs> Coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota is Bo Brady. Oh, what what's going on? Hey, Bo, and uh, in studio tonight, as usual, is Brian Clark. Hi. Hey, Brian, what up? All right, so tonight, it's all about watching basketball. We'll kind of go through our regular show things, but it's mostly just going to be us watching basketball and talking about the game that we're watching. We're watching, it's opening night of the NBA. We're watching the Golden State Warriors at the Los Angeles Lakers. Right now, the score is 12 to 4. Four Lakers, uh, sorry, twelve to fourteen Lakers, about halfway through the first quarter. Bo, do you have the game on? I do. Excellent. We're gonna have some fun, talk some hoops, mm, hang out, whatever. Listen to the rest of this song. Keep. I keep waiting for like James Blake to start singing. <laughs> visit houseofhoops.com for links to our social media you can listen to this podcast you can visit our store you can find the number to call us and leave us a message I'll tell you that number right now is 901-365-75 oh, we hope you enjoy the show tonight 
Should have done that. <laughs> Should have done that. next one won't be so long. So five minutes have gone by in the game. I thought you were going to say the song. <laughs> oh, Iggy. Iggy out there. First quarter Iggy. Westbrook or Braun? They ain't lefty. They both are. LeBron's definitely not lefty. He plays basketball right-handed, but he's a lefty. Is it Macklemore? Ben Mack? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Fisdale's on the Lakers bench. Mm. That's why Gasol's retired. He said, oh, no, uh -uh." Mm uh-uh. Take that for data. Excuse me, data. That's what kind of Fisdale says. I don't remember it being this long. That's it. If you've ever wondered what music from someone with zero musical background sounds like, there it is. I believe they call that uh, music concrete. <laughs> uh, next one will not be eight minutes long. <laughs> Kent Bazemore. Oh, Kent Bays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, there were talks of him being a starter for the Lakers. Anyway, so Bo, how are you doing, man? Doing well. Good. How's the energy level tonight? Pretty good. Yeah. I think. What have you uh what have you been up to last week? Uh it's been fairly unremarkable. Mm-hmm. Same all with the kids. Um Kate worked Sunday. I took the kids to pick apples. That was fun. It's just, it was a nice day and it was good to get outside. Well, that's fun. Some good quality family time. That's fine. That's allowed. That's a good thing, I think. Yeah. It's um, good to get the kids outside. Mm-hmm. That's kind of about it, really. We hung out with some neighbors, did a bonfire. Well, we did our fantasy basketball draft. Oh, we did that. That's true. That happened. What's the uh, level of anticipation and excitement for you leading into the first 
night of NBA hoops. I'm pretty excited. Like usually the um the the first night like tonight I'm, I don't really have a lot of interest in the Lakers and Golden State. Like it's just like I feel like that's a showcase game and I don't know, like seeing Steph Curry and LeBron James on national TV is I feel like I've done that a lot. Mm-hmm. So, well you have to I, you got to look at the bigger picture. I mean, they both have kind of like a rebuilt teams. They bit. do. I do feel like the Lakers, though, like they, it's a marathon for them. So they're just going slow and trying to work some stuff out. I kind of feel with the Lakers, it's AD and it's Westbrook and then it's everyone else yeah. around them. Like those I guys. I'm curious are gonna, how Westbrook's going to fit for sure. Yeah. I feel like Westbrook and AD car- like carry the minutes, carry the load for the season. And then hopefully by the time the playoffs come around, they're all kind of gelled up and ready to move to me it's those guys are like the workhorses you know yeah i mean i definitely am excited for the nba season to start it's always a fun time of year Mm -hmm. to me it's like christmas it's like uh you can't really sleep the night before you wake up you're very excited like a little kid and it's a it's a fresh start you know everybody's at zero like anything can happen Everybody has got no wins, no losses. You can create your own destiny with a clean slate. It's kind of how I look at it. I like the fresh start. And then I like watching everybody ruin it. Just ruin their nice, clean start. Just destroy it. <laughs> and the season gets gritty and dirty. Things happen. And uh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun season. I was talking to somebody last week trying to figure out who's the bad team in the West. Is there a bad team in the West? Like who's taking all these L's? Kings. Kings. That was what we what Spurs. That was, that was basically what we came to. Oh, well, the Spurs, you know. Houston. <laughs> yeah. I'm that, feeding you. No, really though. I mean, it was Houston and it was Sacramento. We were like, those teams aren't going to be good, but OKC could surprise people. Mm. It could. You know, two years ago, it was Phoenix was at the bottom. It'll be interesting to see what teams actually end up at the bottom in the West. You would assume the Kings, Houston. Brian. 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 Yes. How you doing? I'm good, man. You good? Yeah. Me and you just left work. Yeah. We both worked doubles. Maybe 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Long Uh, day. Yeah, I don't really feel like doing this. Oh, I'm ready to do it, man. I mean, I'm going to do it, but yeah. I would so much rather just not do anything right now at all. Let's just make sure we're drinking beers. My brain is like mush, bro. Yeah. All right. We'll push through. Well, how's your week been, man? What have you been doing? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> had my tree taken down in my front yard. Oh, you did that? Yeah. That, there was It was supposed to happen in November, but they had an opening Saturday morning. So they called me Friday. Mm-hmm. And they said we can be there at seven thirty tomorrow. I said, "All right, let's go." So I have a treeless front yard. Dang, I'm gonna have to drive by and look at it. Yeah, there's just there's a huge mulch spot in my front yard. Uh, they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. They brought the big crane out. Um, I mean, they had everything done in like four hours. Mm-hmm. Everything's cleaned up. There's no debris left over. Uh, they ground the stump. Oh, okay. Turned it into mulch. 
Yeah, so that was exciting. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I just worked. Yeah. And worked and worked. I did watch a movie that I had never seen before. And it's going to surprise you. Okay. Uh, I watched Wolf of Wall Street for the first time. Oh, man, really? Oh. Yeah, I'd, I'd never seen it. Like, I'd seen clips and stuff for, like, click through HBO and caught, you know, little parts of it, but. Margot Robbie, man. I got to, I got to watch it all the way through. It's so awesome. Movie's hilarious. <laughs> I have deprived myself. I know. It is so great. How weird. Bo, you've seen that one. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. the only person that hasn't that hadn't seen it. Uh, on apparently. the planet. Yeah. Margot Robbie. Forget about it. That's a fun one. They start smoking like when he well, like when DiCaprio's character like finds out about crack. Yeah, he's smoking crack with Jonah Hill. <laughs> The Ludes. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Not a family-friendly movie. Not one bit. But uh, I enjoy it. Oh, I still go back and watch it like regularly. I'll I'll probably watch it a couple times here in the next few months. Yeah. I'll, I'll revisit it. It's so fucking silly. I haven't seen it since I first saw it. That's like a go-to. To me, that's like, uh, like watching The Goodfellas or something. Yeah. Like you or just Pulp put Fiction. it on. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you just put it on. And it's good for a laugh, no matter what part of the movie it's in. <laughs> Mellow, transition three. Hey. This team is, this Lakers team is ridiculous. Yeah. Imagine when they start giving a shit. Oh, and Iggy. This is a battle of very old men. <laughs> Iggy with the response three. So you guys are high on the Lakers. Who isn't? I, I'm kind of not. I feel like. Like we talked about there, kind of like that Carl Malone Lakers team. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it looks like it. Nah, I just, I, they've got they've got good veteran depth, and they got, I mean they got a couple of young guys too. They've got Malik Monk, right? Mm-hmm. It is. I do think. Yeah, they have Malik. Do they have Malik Monk? I feel like they do in Kendrick Nunn. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe you guys are right. It's so awesome to see Melo, you know, kind of having come down to earth and then mm-hmm. become six man in Portland. Or whatever man he was in Portland. Now he's it's his post his post moves are ridiculous. I mean, if he can be it's game knowledge. If he can be Olympic team mellow, Dwight. Yeah. Like that was that was my favorite mellow. Yeah, I mean, is Dwayne yeah, Wade so where's Dwayne Wade? How's he not on his roster? Uh, well, Utah. He, he owns part of Utah, yeah. So. <laughs> How funny would that be though? Yeah, I, I just I see this team. I see this Lakers team. Just like they're gonna they're gonna cruise through the regular season. Injuries, you know, as long as they can stay healthy, and then they're just gonna hit the playoffs, and just all that, all that veteran knowledge is gonna mm-hmm. is gonna pay off. And you know, if it's not working, they'll make trades. Right. Like remember yeah. when it was D Rose and Dwayne Wade and LeBron in Cleveland, and it was like, oh, this team looks really good. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through the season, they just traded everybody. If it's not working, I wouldn't put it past anybody on that Lakers organization to be like, hey, LeBron, what do we need to do? And and actually do that. Start dumping players, whatever whatever it is. Like if if it doesn't work and there's turmoil, I don't think there will be, though, because as long as they have Westbrook and AD, like that's enough to get through the regular season. I mean, who who on this team is not going to be on the same page? Yeah. Some of the young guys, maybe. And who cares? I you think know? that would be really dumb. But 
don't know. Somebody starts squabbling. Somebody starts getting upset with their shots or their playing time. Who knows? I just think, uh, oh. Yeah, I would think they coming in, though, you know, those dudes know. It's LeBron's team and LeBron's way. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's like the you heard that story about Kobe Bryant the day before the trade deadline walking in saying, all right, I just want to say bye to whichever one of you bums is getting traded tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like, you don't want to play? Fine. Goodbye. All right, it's getting close to the end of the first quarter. What was the other game tonight? It was uh, Bucks Nets. Nets. Another big, like, high-profile game. Uh, Bucks won. Duh. <laughs> Could have seen that coming. I would have bet on that. I mean, I did bet on that. It was a point and a half was a point spread. One and a half bucks all day. Rondo. What's he wearing? Some old etnies or something? <laughs> is, is Rondo the guy that has a problem? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say his name. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, yeah. it could, could happen. It could be Mello. It could be Rondo. But I think Mello realizes this is like, could be his last shot. Yeah, at a title, last last chance. Could be, like if if he fucks up and this doesn't work, like because of his attitude for whatever reason. Like, and it, it, I don't only say that because it's actually happened before in his career. But if he if he does if he tries to pull that shit here, nobody's gonna touch him next year. Mm-hmm. I think he probably learned a lot in Portland. I think it works. I I really believe in this Lakers team and. uh I normally wouldn't give a shit, but it's the Westbrook thing. Mm-hmm. It's Westbrook. Have you seen that documentary on Showtime? The Russell Westbrook documentary? No. It's good. His dad's nope. in it a lot. It's really good. It's on Showtime. Hmm. I have Showtime. It's good. Uh, like, we don't get much on Westbrook. Like, does anybody know anything about mm-hmm. his fucking life? No. This documentary... Shows a lot. I didn't know Russell Westbrook's. He's Russell Westbrook the third. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't. His dad's junior. Hmm. His dad seems pretty cool. No surprise. His dad was like tough, hard ass, mm-hmm. like on his ass about basketball. <laughs> Big surprise. Yeah. And I'm watching a documentary, and I was like, uh, I was like, man. I've always really liked Westbrook, but this is making me like him even more. I think he's like the toughest competitor in the league right now, as far as fire goes. To me, it's like Kobe-esque, that intensity. Uh The documentary just really just validated what I was thinking in my (laughs) head already, like why I like this guy. And I was like, yeah, yes. Like watching it, like just pointing at the TV, like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It just validated what I thought in my heart already about the guy. Really good documentary, though. Let's see. We got a commercial in the game. Last week, man, I was definitely over preseason basketball by like Wednesday night. It's like Wednesday night and I was watching preseason. I was like, I don't fucking care anymore. I'm so sick of this shit. Can we just get started with the games? I've had had enough. <laughs> I was ready for games to count, ready for them to mean something. 
Do you remember when I said I was going to watch that uh, Grizzly Chicago game Friday uh-huh. night? Yeah, I do. And then the game wasn't broadcast locally. Oh, right. <laughs> I yeah, I saw that on Twitter. It was a meltdown. <laughs> Grizz Twitter was melting down. Yeah, the Grizzlies lost that game last week against Indiana. And then I was like really over it. I was like, okay. Memphis had their bench players in. Indy had their starters in. Oh, that was uh this is the one we lost to Jeremy Lamb. <laughs> yeah, the Jeremy Lamb game. <laughs> And I was like, it's a close game, and Memphis isn't playing their starters. Yeah. And Indiana has got, like, Sabonis out there. Hmm. And Miles Turner. I'm done with all this fucking weird shit. Yeah. All these weird matchups and lineups that coaches are throwing out there. I was just, I'd had enough. It's not entertaining, and it's not not showing you anything. It doesn't count. I'm not learning anything about what is going to happen. I'm not getting to watch the good players. It's just too much weird shit going on. So I was over it. Stopped watching pretty much abruptly on Wednesday. Who's that? Braun back out? He just BF'd Jordan Poole. When did he go back to number six? This season. Why? I don't know. Jersey I just I just saw the news yesterday. He just keeps flip-flopping his number. Oh, is he getting back to his championship form that he had in Miami? <laughs> Selling jerseys. I, I believe that they have like 20 different jerseys and he wants to sell 20 of them to everyone. Yes, he does. With a new number. Mm-hmm. The league doesn't do anything about these guys just changing their numbers. They don't care. I mean, you're supposed to have you're supposed to have approval, I believe. Mm. And like make a request. That sounds familiar. You know, the only basketball jersey I have is like a shitty Mike Miller Grizzlies jersey. What about that old Nick Van Exel Lakers jersey? I don't know where that thing is. Oh. I always like got rid of it. I've got a Brandon Clark jersey. That's right. If it was an NFT, would it be worth more money or less money than when you bought it? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I'm not big in uh, I'm not big into the crypto, so that'd be a question for Bo. I'm not that big into it. I have a little bit. I just mean, is it, I just really mean, is it holding its value? Is that jersey holding its value? Basically, what I'm asking is, Brandon Clark, more valuable or less valuable than when you bought that jersey? We'll never know because I'll never sell it. Because it's a Grizzlies jersey with my last name on the back that I did not have to have custom made. Let me put this a different way. Is Brandon Clark good or not? I think he's good. He's good enough. He's got to be a role player, not a starter, right? Right now? Yeah. Bo, are you watching the game? Yeah, I think I'm on delay with you guys. I'm at Westbrook is, let's see, it's at 9.52 for me. We're a little ahead. Dwight's making free throws over here. I was reading somewhere, everybody was making a big deal about Trevor Ariza missing games because he got hurt. It's like this dude wasn't good last year. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> like, how does Trevor Ariza missing games affect the Lakers this year? Shouldn't mm. at all. Such fucking dumb shit. Did you guys see that? Uh, of course, you guys saw. Jaron got paid. Oh, what do you get? A uh, twenty? 
You got more than twenty million a year, right? Yeah. It was like four, a hundred and four, something, hundred and five. Uh-huh. Like so it's like twenty five a year, you know, roughly. It's more than I thought he'd get. My number was at twenty, twenty twenty two. Cause uh, you know, playing time. I guess it's fair. Small market team, man. Gotta gotta lock him up. Gotta pay him. Gotta good for him. Yeah, good for him, I guess. You gotta pay him. He needs to feel like he's valued. Big man, we've we've talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I guess, on here. The league's a little shy on big men. A little short. And if Jaron can continue to grow and get better, that deal's gonna that contract's gonna look like a deal in four years when it's declining. So he's it's it's top heavy. He gets a lot of the money at, up front, and then it slopes down. So I mean, if he continues to get better, that could look like a good deal at the end of it. And then he'll want a max. Which then at that point, if he is deserving of a max, then that's great. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And he'll be coming right into his prime. Coming right into the Hausman prime zone. 26-27. Dwight Taylor looks something. That's a thing. So Moses Moody's out there, huh? It's, it's purple. Moses Moody? That's what it's said. Who he, who he play for? <laughs> Arkansas. Oh. Brian, beer me. Yes, sir. Oh, my bad. He plays for the Golden State Warriors. Ew. Oh shit! I forgot we got a message on our west on our website. Oh yeah, almost forgot. So it's from Brian's buddy Kevin. Shout out Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's a good dude. I'm just gonna read the message. <laughs> it says Jeff, Ert Seven is bigger than Stephen Adams, seven foot two seventy five lbs. As a as rookie as rookie a prediction, perhaps you should respect the voice of others who listened to the NBA on Crystal Radio in the '60s, and am big Grizz fan. Perhaps I can be your me mommy in Miami, ma. Forward Potter looks very good. Miami, I think, is as good as there in the West. OG respect. More Buffalo Calzone. <laughs> I appreciate the message, first of all. I was so excited we got an email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I got the email and, and and I was like, what is this shit? Is this spam? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even trust it at first. It's like, I don't even know if I should open this. Then I was like, oh no, this is from the website. Shit. And I read it, and I tried to read it, and I, I couldn't really understand it. As you heard, I just read it. And I've since talked to Kevin. He's like, yeah, I might have had a few too many when I wrote that email. <laughs> I was like, it's cool, man. I don't care. But so basically he's saying Earth 7 is bigger than Stephen Adams. I guess Brian and, and Kevin here are very big on uh, Earth 7. What's his first name? Omer. You're Earth 7. Omer? I think it's Omer. Omer, you're at seven. So who is this Omer at seven? 
Have you not been listening for like at all? I have been. <laughs> We've talked about him three fucking times. He plays for the Heat. He's their center. He's not their center. He's a probably going to be a two-way player, like a, a yeah, oh. G League player. I got you. But he's big, and I guess he's skilled. He's been putting up decent stats, apparently. But uh, Kevin and Brian are like super into him. They've talked about Brian's talked about him numerous times. Kevin Kevin brought him to my him to my attention. He just happened to be watching like a like a summer league game. Mm-hmm. Maybe I forgot. He played the Grizzlies, I believe, and he was like, "Man, this year seven dude has got some moves. Looks mm-hmm. good in the post." I guess I remember this. Appears so, to be handling the ball well, shooting the ball well. And so he made a point. He was like, so, okay, so the next summer league game that for yeah. the Miami Heat, he's like, I just I watched it because I wanted to see what was up with this dude. Is he going to play again? Right. So he looked good. Mm-hmm. He had 27-19 and two assists versus the Lakers in summer league. Right. So he's definitely better. Like, he's a good player in summer league. I don't know how much that translates Which to the NBA. You can it. It's been said that if you're a good player in the summer league, it doesn't mean you're a good player. But if you're a bad player in the summer league, mm-hmm. it means you're a bad player. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, this guy could he could pop up out of nowhere. I mean, I was talking to Kevin and I was saying, man, you know, Miami's not a dumb franchise. Right. They don't bring in dummies. They bring in and they're really good at developing players. It's a solid organization from top to bottom, from management to coaching to player personnel. Like They always do the right thing. They do a lot of good things. They bring along a lot of good players. I mean, how do you not trust Pat Riley's judgment? So this guy could be like a diamond in the rough. I haven't seen him play against real NBA players. I don't, I don't know. Is he going to get opportunity in Miami? I don't I just I gotta see it. I haven't watched him play basketball at all. <laughs> You've watched him play, Brian, a little bit. I've watched some highlights. Yeah, I haven't seen him watch, play again. Yeah. So I don't know. One thing that caught my eye was I should respect the voice of others who listen to the <laughs> NBA on Crystal Radio in the sixties. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck Crystal Radio is. <laughs> And I do respect the voice of others. Absolutely. I don't think at any point I show disrespect to our listeners. I will say, like, Earth 7 being bigger than Steven Adams? So what? I mean, what is this? Steven Adams is a very skilled player. What is this? Is this sizeism? <laughs> is that what we're doing we here? We will not put up with any with a sizeist. <laughs> If you're if you're a sizist, just stop listening now. <laughs> <laughs> Got no room for sizes on, <laughs> on the house of hoops. I'm interested. I mean, I know the guy's fucking name now, and only because this guy Kevin, you know, he's constantly harassing me about him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, maybe he'll be good. He'll probably. Be a minute before we see him. I don't know. When's Miami's first fucking game? <laughs> no Miami tomorrow night. At home against the Bucks on Thursday night. Oh. I'm still, like, not sure about this 
email. Who's Potter? Probably plays for the Heat. Micah Potter signed with the Heat. Average seven points, three and a half rebounds, one block, one assist. Oh, I guess in preseason. He's going to be a G League player. Uphill climb to make the main roster. This man's hitting me up on email about G League players. I, don't, I can't be doing all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Mm. While we're watching the game. Moody just took uh, AD off the perimeter. I just told Dwight just hit the bottom of that rim. And now my stream's frozen. Perfect perfect timing. <laughs> Rondo, airball three. Nice. Ron going to bench him. Kenny Atkins was on the bench sitting next to Steve Carter just laughing his ass off after that one. So, again, uh, while we watched the game, was there any news in the NBA, Bo? Was there anything we need to talk about? Uh, yeah, I, there was something new with this Ben Simmons. Th- oh, wait, no, it's the exact same as it's been the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you want to start with Simmons? No, I do not. We have nothing to talk about that. He showed up at practice. I, I mean, Doc kicked him out. Things have happened since the last time we talked. I mean, it's all about the same. Yeah, he did show up to practice. Timberwolves fans, Timberwolves Twitter still thinks they can get him. <laughs> they want him. I think it's a good fit for Minnesota. Yeah, it just depends on what they have to give up. Obviously, not Anthony Edwards. No. Not Cat. As Daryl says, they don't want a role player in D'Angelo Russell. They don't, you know, they don't. Yeah, I don't know if Philly wants anything off of Minnesota. <laughs> Doesn't speak much for Minnesota that uh, Philly doesn't want none. I'm sure no. they take Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, they would. It's a lot to give up. A number one draft pick. I would not pick. give up Anthony Edwards for some guy that's a shithead right now. For a number one draft pick, but a guy that's really not doing himself any favors. They could sign um, plenty of number one draft picks that are still under 30, that are still out there, and trade them to the 76ers. That guy that the uh, Anthony Bennett is a free agent. <laughs> mm. Is he under 30? Uh, hell yeah, he's probably like twenty five. Maybe he's even in the Houseman Prime zone. <laughs> he might be. Doesn't even come up on Basketball Reference. I'll give that the old type. Ben Simmons. <laughs> he's twenty. Bill Simmons. And- Whoa. <laughs> he is right in the middle of the Houseman Prime zone. <laughs> <laughs> twenty eight. Well, I mean, this is the best basketball player he'll ever be. Prove me wrong. Uh, breaking news. Ooh. In this game. Uh, Russell Westbrook is mad at the ref. They're still winning. What uh, What other news we got, Bo? Bad, um, bad, bad shot, Bron. Okay, there were some ex- so, extensions and some not extensions. The most notable non extension was DeAndre Ayton of the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Ayton expected so, a max deal. That's what he wanted. He didn't want to go in between. Sarver didn't offer it. Yeah, listen to Zach Lowe and it's a podcast they had Kevin Pelton on, and they felt like that the Suns were probably smart to use mm-hmm. restricted free agency to their advantage because they have all the leverage in that situation. And there's not a lot of teams out there that have cap space next year. And, you know, mm-hmm. teams that would offer DeAndre Ayton the free agent max or whatever 
probably wouldn't even want to do it because they know that the Suns are going to match it anyway, and it's just a waste of time and ties up their cap space for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get that. Everybody's saying so, the same thing pretty much that it's not a big deal. Like he'll get paid anyway. Right. But, but also to help with team chemistry and he was, you picked him number one. Mm-hmm. So are you not, are you not happy with what he's doing? I'm wondering if there's any consequences for this down the road. Right. Right. Like, I think it's dumb. I think they should have just fucking offered it to him. I was talking to Brian and some friends earlier today about it. And uh, I think it was Pat that was like, well, he'll just be an unrestricted free agent. He'll get his money. Like, they'll just match whatever offer is out there. And I was like, okay, I get that. But does it not make sense for him, for them to just go ahead and be like, give him the max and make him happy? And that makes him him like a franchise. Luka Doncic, just like. That makes him a long-term franchise player, right? Yeah. Like that. That sells him on the market. That sells him on ownership. I mean, I don't know. It, it makes me think that, that Sarver's pissed he didn't pick Luca. He views it as throwing good money after bad, which which it, which isn't, which it is not. Aiton is like the hometown hero there. Yeah. He's from there. Mm-hmm. He played at Arizona. Yeah. He's that's I feel And guy. I feel like that's why they took him. Yeah. Number one. It is firmly believe that they wanted some hometown hero get some butts in fucking seats which is a, a stupid reason so they're to draft somebody number one overall when he's a restricted free agent the spars come to mind to me sure <laughs> oh yeah we'll take him you don't want to pay him i don't know if it's such a good idea to see if uh somebody else wants your guy <laughs> like oh wait i am valuable Anybody would be happy to have me. I get it. Like, he's going to get his money. But I feel like there could be some consequences down the road for not just paying the guy. It's one of those things that looks like a good idea until you talk to the player about it. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> I mean, what, what, where, like, have we, where have we seen this situation in the past? Tell me. Gordon Hayward off the top of my head. Yeah. Utah. Yeah. yeah. Right? Good point. It's like uh, if you told Aiton what your strategy was mm-hmm. about how you're going to try to save money on him <laughs> and see if anybody else <laughs> gives him an offer, mm-hmm. like he'd probably not be super cool with it. No, I can't imagine. We'll see, man. I just, to me, you just give the guy the money right he's off the, the bat. Finals. He's yeah. he fits their team. He's yeah. young. He doesn't have an injury history. Right. So and many things. If you really don't like how it's working out, and you feel like you just trade him. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there could be consequences down the road for the way they're handling it, and and then they gave uh, Mikel Bridges a big old contract <laughs> like like three days before, not offering eight and one. Like oh okay, so he got his bag, so mm-hmm. I can't have mine. He got Chandler Parsons money. Yeah, four years, 90 mil. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. If I was eight and I'd be like, what the fuck is, like, is I need to fire my agent? What's going on here? (laughs) I wouldn't be super stoked on them just trying to save money on me 
But for the sons, it probably makes sense. They didn't have that. They didn't tell him what was going on. No way. So it'll be a, uh, this season will be a dangling of the carrot season for Aiton. Prove how much you're worth. Chase that carrot, buddy. <laughs> Sheesh. We're at halftime of the game. It's good, see, it's good seeing the guys up there. Oh, yeah, look. It's TNT. Ernie, Jet, Chuck, Shaq. I wonder what they're saying. Should we listen? No. Charles Barkley's bitching about Kyrie Irving not getting vaccinated. I mean, I got some words on Kyrie. Shaq's probably going, well, James Wiseman's not. He never could have played in the 90s. I mean, a lot happened with Kyrie last week. Kyrie thought he was going to get to play half the time. (laughs) (laughs) Bo, didn't you have a... (laughs) Did you have a dream about a dog named Kyrie? I did. I had a dream that my friend... (laughs) My friend Ben, shout out Ben. He he is the head brewer for Southern Prohibition Brewery in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Oh, they have tasty beers. They do. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that he had a dog named Kyrie. And he was kind of myth that Kyrie wouldn't get the vaccine because people were giving him grief about his dog named Kyrie. And that was my dream. And then, Brian, you had a great joke about it. Such a weird dream. Oh, this is, yeah, this is. When we were drafting, right? Yeah. <laughs> I say, like, I, I, what did I say? Like, was he mad that his dog named Kyrie didn't want to play with him? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Is he mad his dog didn't want to play with him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, the dog has to play with you, like in the house and outside the house. Yeah. You know? The Nets said no, man. You cannot be a partial member of the team. All or nothing. Right right decision. All or nothing, buddy. Good for Brooklyn. I mean, look, it's not a fucking hippie commune, dude. (laughs) This is a business. A very (laughs) expensive business. What came first, though, is what I want to know. Was it the mandate or the vaccine? The vaccine, right? Mm -hmm. Came first? Uh Get the vaccine. He didn't get vaccinated. The vaccine came first. Uh-huh. The mandate didn't come first. Right. So he's saying he's not playing because of the mandate, right? Right. right. But the vaccine came before the mandate. So he's not doing it for other people. Uh-huh. Dude, I'm just having a hard yeah. time believing it. He says he's doing it for all the workers that have lost the voice, their jobs. The voiceless. Right. For all the people that have lost their jobs because of the mandate. But, dude, the vaccine was out before the mandate. Uh-huh. doesn't add up. He's doing it because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. Or maybe he just wants the attention of not getting the vaccine. I forget the name of uh, Stephen A's co-host. Stephen A went on one of his big rants. Yeah. And uh, I forget uh, I forget her name. Uh-huh. She's It's Jalen Rose's wife. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't want to just call her Jalen Rose's wife because that's that's sexist. But I don't Queerum? Yes. Queerum? Molly Karam. Shout out Molly if you're listening. I'm sorry I referred to you as Jalen Rose's wife. Sorry, I called she's very Molly. disrespectful. She's queer arm. She's probably listening. Um <laughs> But yeah, she had a great she had she had a great retort to that. Because she said, well, if you mm-hmm. all the people who 
you know, can't work because they don't want to get vaccinated. Well, what about all the people that died? <laughs> right. You you want to be a voice for them? Yeah. <laughs> you can by getting vaccinated. Uh, dude, I mean, I get the whole freedom of choice thing, but I also look at it as like, wait a minute. Why the fuck aren't you getting vaccinated? Yeah. And not to be like a vax bully or anything like that, mm-hmm. but like, dude, I'm not like super into like supporting somebody that's on the wrong side of fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, and giving us a bullshit reason why it is because of the mandate, which yeah. came out after right. the vaccine, mm-hmm. it just that does not add up to me. Yeah. And I just have a hard time like really supporting somebody like, oh, bro, this isn't about. This isn't about sports, man. It's about freedom of choice and being American or whatever it is. Whatever you think it is about. Like, most people are just making up their own opinions about what this is about anyway. But, dude, I just keep coming back to it. I just keep coming back to the fact that, like, the vaccine was out before the mandate. And the vaccine is the only way out of this fucking virus that keeps mutating and getting worse and killing more people. And flooding hospitals. Like, you can't deny the science or the facts. Oh, oh, yes, you can. I have a feeling that he and his supporters will be on the wrong side of history with this one. I don't think this is the right mountain to fucking, the right hill to die on or whatever the fuck the saying is. Not if you want to play basketball in the city of New York. Yeah. I mean, it's exhausting. Don't you guys think like this whole situation is like exhausting? I'm kind of absolutely. I'm uh, like I'm kind of tired of it. I'm tired of it. Like I'm tired of preseason basketball. Like oh, it's fun for a week, and I'm over it. Mm. Does this guy really think he's going to change the New York State mandate or something? Like it might change on him eventually, but not because of him. No. He's it's and what's crazy is that the Nets have a chance to win a title and he yeah it's a team sport yeah imagine his teammates are like really dude we worked so hard to put this together and the timing is now we we are favorite we were one of the favorites to win the whole thing and you're just gonna why because you want to speak up for the people that have been wrongly affected by the mandate. Or is it the vaccine? Because the vaccine's been out a lot longer than a mandate. Man, to me, Kyrie's career is like basically over. Do you think anybody's ever going to trust him again with a huge contract? This is the third team he's done. Oh it hell to. no! <laughs> I mean, even if he ends an, up an extension, right? Even if he ends up playing this season somehow, something yeah. happens. I mean, no one's going to want to have anything to do with him again after this contract is up. Wednesday, the Nets announced that they will not be extending his contract. Uh-huh. So when it's up, it's up. They're over it. And and that means Kevin Durant is over it. <laughs> Super over it. And probably that means James Harden is over it. Yeah. <laughs> They're over I him. I mean, James Harden's like, dude, can't you just like like a – be a fucking normal NBA player and like just be like hung over from hanging out at the strip club all night. <laughs> can't you can't you just go to Magic City and blow off yeah. some steam? Come on, man. Come back and play. Is that Usher? 
Yes, it is. It's Usher, right? <laughs> At the Lakers game. Yeah. He just walked in front of the bench, I think, <laughs> to go to his seat. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you guys probably feel the same way. You're not really super interested in this Kyrie story any more. No, it's, it's so ridiculous. It's the flat earth shit all over again to me. You think he, I mean, he... He one hundred percent believes in like vaccine shedding bullshit, right? He has to. I don't know, man. Like he has to. I don't know because he says he's doing it because of the mandate. Yeah, that's what he's saying. But he's just doing it because he's the vaccine's been out because he has to be the trying to act like he's smarter. Everything, yeah. Sorry, bro. I didn't mean to cut you off, but he has to be like the contrarian on fucking everything. Exactly. I think he ends up apologizing for this shit down the road. I think you get about halfway through the season. He's like, I'm sorry. Please take me back. <laughs> At some point. Halfway through the season. Take me back, Tina Turner. <laughs> please. I'm sorry. It's the flat earth shit all over again. What did what did he do when he I got, don't want I don't want to play for Houston. When he got <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be traded for John Wall. <laughs> I don't want John Wall to get a ring. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> and I don't get a ring. Yeah. <laughs> John Wall can't have my ring. I can't be giving my ring to John Wall. I don't want John Wall can't score 30 on Russell Westbrook. Come on, man. Bear me. Kyrie on flat earth comments. Dude, he apologized for that. Yeah. I got a quote from him that That's I think so is dumb. I got a quote from him during uh the flat earth stuff that I think is very interesting. So Kyrie says, I do research on both sides, Kyrie said at the time. I'm not against anyone that thinks the earth is round. I'm not against anyone that thinks it's flat. I just love hearing the debate. So what does that say to you? He just likes the debate. He likes getting in the middle of some shit. I just, you know what I don't like? Hearing debates about stupid shit. <laughs> I think one day he'll end up apologizing for this shit. The same day, the same way he did with the flat earth. I think I can speak for all of us in on this podcast when I say we're with science and the whole anti-vax thing doesn't make much sense. So I think uh I think at this point we're kind of done. I think we're done wasting time on this. Especially if it is just all for attention or whatever, like a lot of people believe it is. I don't, I don't think we're done with it. And I just keep going back to what came first, the mandate or the vaccine. Like, why is he really doing this? He didn't get vaccinated. And now he's like, oh, well, the, man- oh, the mandate. Well, now I'm doing it because of the mandate. I'm, I'm going to speak for the voiceless. Yeah. There's a couple um, oh, yeah. other bits of news we can kind of talk about. You know, from a Grizzlies perspective, mm. uh, Grayson Allen got a two-year, $20 million deal with the Bucs. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's I thought, why they traded him, right? No, no exactly. That's um, Actually, I'm, I'm happy for Grayson. Mm-hmm. I liked Grayson with the Grizz. I thought he, he, was, he was good. And I'm, but I'm stoked that the Grizzlies were able to trade him to, a, to the Bucs. Mm-hmm. A good I think team. it's twofold because I think Grayson was a good guy for the team. Oh, he played 
28 minutes. Wow. Well, here's another case of gr- the Grizzlies doing right by players. Right? Absolutely. That, that's what, what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Is, hey, come to Memphis, and if you're one of our guys, we're going to sign you. And if you're not, and you're a, contrib- a contributor, then we'll trade you to a good situation. We're not going to trade you to Sacramento. Yeah, they haven't screwed anybody over yet, it seems. No, and it, it worked, and this trade in particular works out because they send Grayson to the Eastern and Eastern Conference team, so none of the Western Conference executives are going to be like, dude, what are you doing? Why, why'd you just send Grayson Allen to the Lakers for basically you know, two second-round picks? <laughs> for Grayson Allen's little brother. <laughs> right. And he's happy. He's playing for the... Oh, he's defending champs. He's got to be happy as shit. Yeah, and Bud um, runs a pretty similar system to Taylor Jenkins too. Yeah, they're kind of off the same tree, huh? Yeah. So there was also that. Obviously, Bud and Taylor talked about, "Hey, this is this guy would be great for you." Okay. Yeah, so that's cool. He played twenty eight minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, Divincenzo's not back. Yeah. No. Feel Pat, like Pat Connaughton got 30 minutes. He probably He's probably hanging out with Pat Connaughton a lot. Why? Why would you think that? Uh, you know, just assuming. Milwaukee's a cool town. why? <laughs> probably have similar interests. <laughs> really? Fly fishing? Yeah. Poker? Are they into poker? Sure. <laughs> probably playing Call of Duty together. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Isn't Grayson, like, he's a big-time video game guy, right? Sure. Bo, where are you in the game? 848. Gotcha. Tie game. 61 up. 842 in the third quarter. DeAndre Jordan's out there playing next to Anthony Davis. Power forward. Clearly DeAndre's playing at power forward. (laughs) Uh, It's power forward, (laughs) AD. Your nightmare. Yeah. There was like a few other extensions. Kevin Herter got an extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Lowe and Kevin Pelton seem to like Ooh. that. Showtime Lakers. They're about to run off on the plug twice. Dwight, Dwight's got his goggles. His joggles? Where did he get joggles? I know. Well, Dwight, you know, he's... Whatever's trendy. He get, and he's, yeah. He just wants everybody to like him. Yeah. He wants to be deemed cool. He's trying to fit in with his new look Lakers squad. He's the hype man. He's yeah. Dwight's what, the hype man. What TikToks are the young players looking at? Dwight's the hype man. <laughs> the hype man. He is. He's a cheerleader. <laughs> it's funny you say that, and I immediately think of uh, that show Dave and Gata. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's Gata. <laughs> Dwight <sure>. Howard, Gata. <laughs> if Bronze LD. <laughs> And twice gator. Is Frank Vogel a little dicky? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Or maybe it's uh, Fisdale. No. He's kind of got an afro. He's just, Fisdale's just happy to be there. He's the new Lionel Hollins. If I was Frank Vogel or an NBA head coach and I had to pick an assistant, I think I'd pick Hollins over. Fisdale. Yeah. Hollins, uh Hollins is coming to voluntarily coach with Bonzi. Yeah, Lemoyne Owen. Yeah. Oh, that's that's so awesome. 
Isn't that crazy? He's like, I don't think he's even getting taking a check. I think it's like pro bono. He's gonna come and just help Ponzi out. I think Holland just wants to get rooted into this Memphis uh, hoops situation. He wants an end. Yeah, I think he just wants to be a part of something. You know, I you know it's funny you bring that up. I I actually worked at Lemoyne on for free for a while, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. do tell. That's just more things that you and Lionel Hollins have in common. That's what I mean. Actually, I did end up getting paid eventually. Funny story about that, but no, when I was at University of Tennessee uh, in the Masters of Social Work program, I had uh, my first year internship was uh, in public housing, and there was some there that they had some some grant through some company out of St. Louis, and their offices were based at Lamont on. Mm. So I worked there for a little bit uh, through the, the fall and spring semester as, you know, an intern. And the way the program works is you do coursework a couple days a week, and then you do your internship a couple days a week. What would you say you did there? It was funny. Uh, I wouldn't say I did a whole lot. There was just some shuffling around uh i worked at there's an office at lemoyne on and then there was an office where was that in memphis there's a there's like a official public housing office kind of towards downtown and kind of where the hell was that office like in between soulsville and downtown (laughs) i guess so um you know i didn't do just mean in between like campus and you know Downtown. Yeah, but also the Lamont thing was a coincidence. Like they just had, it was like they had office space, I think, and that that this grant rented it from Lamont Owen. I think that was like pure coincidence. It had nothing to do with the university. Hmm. So like basically that office was just on campus there, and they had office space that they paid their grant money to rent office space. You're doing a good job explaining what it was. But I haven't was, you, yet heard you, what it was you actually like, did. Like super basic level case management for <laughs> individuals in public housing. So you would you would help them with resume stuff, finding jobs, figuring oh. out transportation. Yeah, um, that's the good stuff. Tell us some stories. And I, I ended up like having my own. Like I worked with this girl. I think her name was Camille. Was like the girl I worked with, and she was nice she was cool or whatever um but she had me she's like, all right well this this individual just moved in the public housing and she'll be your client or whatever and i was like okay that, that's cool and the the girl who was in memphis public housing i was like okay well let's figure like what do you want to do what's you know this that she's like ah. she just like totally ghosted me after the first time i met with her never called me back never mm-hmm. <laughs> i ain't got time for this shit yeah, she's like, nah, I, I ain't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good you were. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, looks like Westbrook's getting really involved in this game right now. Yeah, he's. he's I did have like out. a weird mm-hmm. run in with um, with this woman in the office at, at the Lamont office that mm. she um, she didn't know I was in the office. I was the only white person that worked there mm-hmm. uh in the whole office everyone was super cool but like she was she said something about 
something about like not liking white people and it was like super awkward like something just like totally like out of line mm-hmm. and i could actually t- like i wasn't i was in my cubicle she didn't know i wasn't back there and i like after she said that i stood up i was like ah, i gotta go to the bathroom guys <laughs> <laughs> and She's i could be rude inappropriate and rude she was just like something about white people and this and that like she was in the military and she told the story about how she had this white guy she worked like worked under and he was like a dick to her or whatever so mm. she would have to go make breakfast runs and she would get his cinnamon roll or whatever and she'd like lick the bottom of it before she oh. gave it to him. she was she was just kind of inappropriate yeah and so immature sounds like so i didn't like report that to my boss or whatever like i'm not gonna like i'm an intern i'm not getting snitch. paid and i'm not a snitch and so my like some of the other people in the office told my boss about it mm. and he was like all right well do you want me to tell hr in st louis about this or mm-hmm. you know where the grant was coming out of i was like no dude like i'm not about to like get her in trouble like that was embarrassing enough for her if she didn't yeah. learn her lesson then y'all got some other stuff to work figure out yeah that sounds like a immature move like she had trouble yeah. taking whatever like whatever the orders are if they're if you deem them stupid or maybe and look i'm not by any means like I mean, you still got. Look, a job I, I, to do. I didn't grow up in the United States as a black person, so still got a job to do. I mean, you're you're yeah, in the she, you're in the professional world. Like you got. She's pro- well, well, she's in the professional world, and she's probably within her like, probably within reason to not like white people to a certain degree. But yeah, I mean, I guess you can get jaded, but that's racism. No, I I completely, completely agree, but like I didn't make a big deal out of it. It's, yeah. it's whatever. I can. But see. It, was, it was it was like a weird. It was you know it's kind of one of those weird. Yeah, it's like hey, you're like making... when you're talking to your to your buddies you went to high school with that are all MAGA, they're like, well, Ugh. you never experienced racism. It's like, well, actually, here's this story. It was kind of weird, but I didn't make a big deal out of it. Right. Because you're a reasonable North American. That's right. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, as long as I've known you, you've been a very reasonable North American. That's correct. I think we could use more reasonable North Americans in this, in these times. So yeah, that was me at Lamoine. But another another funny component to that was I was in Chicago visiting our mutual friend Stephen. Shout out Stephen. And they call actually the same the, the same secretary called. Stephen's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> who we doesn't love Stephen? <laughs> we sh- we. Yeah, he's our Chicago Bulls guy. Him and Brian could talk Bulls and lowered expectations. Yeah, so he he's gonna miss his first two games of his power pack, and those tickets are unspoken for, Brian. Oh, and it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was up visiting Stephen, and the same woman who, I guess, didn't like me or didn't like you know whatever. Anyhow, mm-hmm. she called me on my cell phone. It was one of those flip phones. Mm-hmm. Answered it. I'm like, hello. She says, hey, Bo, how's it going? Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and you got approved with HR in St. Louis. And, you know, one, one thing they do require is a drug test. And, you know, hope you're up for that. I said, yeah, I'm, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in Chicago right now, so I can't uh, I can't make it. She's like, oh, well, we're supposed to, you know, let you know only three days ahead of time. So I guess I'll call you back when you're back. When are you going to be back in town? I'll, I'll re-notify you. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. She was hoping I was going to get busted. Oh, really? 
that's kind of the way I, I smelled it. <laughs> oh, okay. So she was in charge of drug testing? No, she was in charge of telling. They just basically like, hey, oh, okay, telling hey, you H- HR needs, happening. needs this. This is your duty to call gotcha. it. And I kind of had a feeling since I was going to get a paid job at that point that a drug test might be on the horizon. So I, I scaled back on the weed smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy to do. Yeah. No big deal. I go, I go months without smoking pot. I mean, you know, the, the, it's stored in fat cells, right? So you were like, I'll just go. I mean, you run a lot. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'll just run a lot. Drink a lot of water. <laughs> no, at that point, like, I think I was good. I yeah. think I hadn't smoked any. I believe it. I was kind of anticipating the yeah. chance for a drug test. Yeah, I did yeah, not yeah. want to have any run-ins with my, mm-hmm. you know, University of Tennessee and not finishing my degree. So yeah, smart. It's since I'm using that degree so much now. <laughs> you're you're officially a University of Tennessee graduate. I am actually. It's funny. I, I attended the I, all my courses were at the university at the Memphis campus, but my my diploma, my paper says Knoxville. So I get all sorts of like Knoxville, like emails about alumni tickets and this, that, and the other. Though I've never, I I went and visited university of Tennessee, Knoxville once when I was a senior in high school. That's cool. Cause I can't really think of anybody else I'd want to hang out with Mm. that went to university of Tennessee. (laughs) It's a weird thing around here. <laughs> you know, it's a weird thing around here. Like you either go to like uh, Ole Miss or UT. Yeah. Like nobody really goes like a, a lot of people don't go to University of Memphis that are from Memphis. Like a lot of people want to go away for college, you know, UT or Ole Miss. Speaking of uh, yeah, no, University right? of Tennessee and Ole Miss. Right. Anybody watch that football game Saturday night? <laughs> I did. I saw the headline. I did not watch any college football uh, this year, this well, year or week or I month. Was, I was watching the game. Me, well, I got a brother-in-law that went to Ole Miss. So um, both of my brother-in-laws were in town, and we all went and played golf with my dad, all four of us. And after playing golf, we're like, well, UT – Ole Miss game. Football game is all night. It's a good good game. It's going to be a good one. And so we got together again later that night, and we were watching the game. I watched that shit happen, unfold. Yeah. In real time. Same. <laughs> How ridiculous. And anybody that doesn't know what's going on, it comes to the end of the game, and uh, UT needs a first down. They're way back. They need like 20-yard first down. So they're, they're on fourth down. They have to convert on fourth down. Right, right. It's fourth down. And they come up just short. And it's a little controversial whether or not it was a first down. But it was not a first down. The fans lose their minds. And it's the end of the game, essentially. I think UT still had like three timeouts. So, and it was like a minute left. There were like so, 54 seconds left, I believe. Yeah, like Ole Miss still had to get a first down. Yeah. I got off work. Even after the turnover. I got off work and went out on the patio to drink a beer. A couple of us went out there. And uh, I look in the patio door into the, the dining room, and Alexa's losing her mind, like dancing around. Yeah, she's like an Ole Miss fan because her dad played the football there. And uh, so 
we clicked the game over and I literally, we turned the game on right at the big, like we saw that drive happen. Yeah. So they came up short. UT did. Yeah. But the game wasn't over. No. Like even if the fans thought like, oh shit, it, like it should have been a first down. Mm-hmm. They start throwing garbage, water bottles, mustard bottles, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. Whatever they have get their hands on, they're throwing it on the field. To the point where like the band and the cheerleaders and the palm squad, everybody had to get off the field. Yeah. And they moved the players off of the mm-hmm. sideline. Yeah. Onto the field. It's in complete fucking a real trash show. A real showing of trash. It was it was bedlam. It was insane. It was hilarious. <laughs> what? I mean, what a terrible thing. We thought we do. were going to watch like a couple minutes at the end of the game and it, it took what 30 35 minutes to end that game. Yeah. I mean, there was enough time on the clock for UT to get the ball back. They almost fucked the whole thing up. Ole Miss went 3 and out. Right. UT got the ball back. Like if they had just called the game because of all the nonsense mm-hmm. going on, UT never even gets the ball back, yeah. never even has an opportunity to take a shot at a score. And that's another thing. The score was like, uh, what was that like? Pretty sure it was like a five-point game. Ole Miss was up. So you're absolutely right. It was a five-point game. Yeah. Ole so, Miss won a 31-26. So UT, by the fans reacting the way they did, they could have cost, like, you get no more shots. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at it, at looking at the game, I was like, why are they so upset? The game isn't over. Yeah. The way they were reacting, throwing trash all over the field, you would have thought there was no more time left on the clock. You also would have thought that by doing that and throwing trash on the court on the field, that the refs could have just called the fucking game. And like, it's over. We're out of here. We're ending it. I think it's within their power to do Health that. and safety protocols. <laughs> <laughs> Like mental safety, UT just like those kids. They're just kids. Probably most of the people doing the tossing of trash are kids, college kids. Most of the people were either throwing trash or either college kids, or they were like fifty, sixty years old <laughs> and never attended the school. Just uh, really embarrassing for that program, like UT, like. I'm sure an email went out the next day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to all the student body. Uh, how embarrassing for your program. It's already pretty bad being a UT fan in general. And then that on top. Ugh. You don't see that anywhere else. I mean, Ole Miss will throw some trash on the field. I mean, it's it's not the first time it's ever happened. But you don't see that shit in like... Uh, you're not going to see that at Notre Dame. Are you going to see that at powerhouse programs? I mean, no. You're going to see that at Alabama? No. They thought it was a bad call, but it really actually wasn't. It's just it's too bad. There's nobody we can really talk to about this. We don't no. really know anybody who's a big I mean, Tennessee sports fan. Definitely that attended, not that attended the school that we could you know pick their brain it's, about it. I mean, Bo, it, how do you feel about this? And even if we knew somebody, would they really would they really be worth talking to? Are we talking about Pat? 
What? Oh, I, oh, I forgot. Ah, I forgot about Pat. Pat, the, our our former mm. podcast buddy, who went to UT, didn't even call in the hotline or anything to defend his school. Like, dude, do you not even care? Do you not even want to defend what happened? It just goes to show if you take the temperature of the I know of the program and people's interest in it. I mean, Pat couldn't even call in. I know what he would fucking say. It's a bullshit call. Should have been a first down. He'll go to his grave thinking that. Just being on the wrong side of things. Pat, our SGT alums got to stick together. I wasn't, the, the whole time I wasn't even thinking about Pat. I totally forgot that Pat's a Tennessee You were fan. thinking about Bo? No. I just. Nothing. He's feeding me shit. So it's funny. <laughs> couple, all right, two things. Back to. Uh, so the. Memphis Housing Authority main office is on Adam Street near Molly Fontaine. Oh. Oh. So you've driven by him before. So, yeah, I used to go there as well in my time with the Memphis Housing Authority. I've slept in those bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that building. You wait, were you waiting on a car inspection? <laughs> and what's funny is so the University of Tennessee social work program, they had a campus in Memphis or a program in Memphis at the UT campus, they had a campus in Nashville, a program in Nashville at the Nashville campus, then Knoxville, and then funding kind of, they were like, send the IT guy from Knoxville to do like our IT stuff, which I thought was insane. Like they didn't share resources with the university, like the Memphis campus. It was the most backwards thing I've ever seen. The guy was like, yeah, I just fucking drove here from Knoxville. I hate you fuckers. It's like, yeah. oh, cool. Okay. Oh, wow. So they, they closed the, Memphis program and then University of Memphis picked up and they now have a master's of social work program at the University of Memphis. Oh, good, good. And I would have much rather attended the University of Memphis than gone to yeah, right. it was cool. I mean, it was it definitely was cool to go to the University of Tennessee Memphis campus, but we weren't a part of the campus. Like we got a gym membership, but you had to like they didn't like to give it to us. You could tell they're like, oh, you're one of those social work people. You're really in Knoxville. You're not. I'm like, but I'm from Memphis. I've lived here my whole life. Like, what the fuck? They were judging you? Yeah, they were. It was weird. We were, we were Super outcasts. Weird. But, but are you watching? Are you watching the game? Are you watching this commercial? I'm watching this LeBron With commercial. LeBron, yes. LeBron's like got this the Peloton. It's the Peloton. It's like a Bowflex connect to a giant iPad. It's the Peloton, bro. Ain't that what that is? Is it? I don't know. There's a 100% chance. That there's zero percent chance he's ever used one of those. Well, what's funny is those things actually ask for your vaccine card before you use them. So Kyrie can't use them. <laughs> that dude is not lifting weights at home. Like you think he's either is, beating off or sleeping when he's at home. That dude is not fucking at home, just working out in his fucking bedroom. <laughs> he is he is working out with the professional trainers spotting him. And knowing how much he's working out, he's not at home working out. It's so insane. It's uh, it's Tuesday. What do you think the Lakers pregame meal was? <laughs> no. Something uh, racist <laughs> against Mexican <laughs> people. I don't know. What do you think? I was gonna. I was just gonna say tacos. Is it not inappropriate for him to yell that Taco Tuesday in that Mexican accent? I mean, you know, I don't. Uh, I'm not personally offended, but I'm not I, I either. Can see I just how some people would be just curious. Like, how's that not cultural appropriation? Like, I would not 
get on Instagram or TikTok and do that. He sounds like a wildly racist Mexican accent. Yeah. Loud. Yeah. Like, I could do it. <laughs> but I'm not going to. Like, I might, you know, if I had, like, kids and I was cooking tacos, I might do it. Let's have fun. It's tacos. Yeah. I wouldn't post it to the but internet. Why? But why, like, use that strong, like, caricature Mexican accent? <laughs> you think, uh... Do you think LeBron is upset that they changed the Poncho's logo? You think LeBron knows what Poncho's is? I think if he did, it'd he'd probably say he'd say that they took the fun out of it. I'd be willing to bet that if he did know, then he, it would make his Taco Tuesday a lot more fun. Indeed, that's, that's that dressing, the taco dressing, shit <laughs> is good. So, uh, anything else in the news? No, I'm just kidding. Look, <laughs> what's uh, what's What's going on in the game? Let's watch the game for a little bit. The fourth quarter just started. Let's watch it a little bit. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, the score is uh, Lakers 85, Warriors 83. Iggy and Braun are battling in the post, which is interesting. There's a switch. Braun's open. I got a text from Kate like 20 minutes ago. Tap back from Russ. Is she asking you what the score is. Did you see Russell with the tap back? Yeah. I did see that. My screen got small on my that's, stream, so I had to get up in a second. That's team player oh, she, shit. She asked me where I hid this candy because my, my middle child, Ellen, she's been stealing candy, so I took all the candy out. <laughs> oh, Warriors hit took it, the lead. Hit, oh. hit it up high. Oh, is that Malik? Malik Brick. Let me see. I'm an adventure. You got to get with this. you guys upstairs. You here. need to watch the game. I am watching. You, you, you need to watch it. Oh, Westbrook wants a foul. They're just <laughs> Warriors just jacking it up. Jacking them up. Transition threes. LeBron not going to the hole strong still. I don't think I've seen him go to the hole like strong in a couple of years. Do you think he can get up? It? I don't think he can get up in the ammo for people anymore. Mm, I think he can. When was the last time he did? If I'm John Morant, I'm going straight at LeBron. <laughs> If I'm John Morant, I want to dunk on LeBron. That's what I want to do. <laughs> they say you're they say you're one of the best. Oh. Yeah, that's more of his game now, huh? Ron Drano three. Outside game. More of a facilitator and more of an outside shooter than ever. He's getting he's getting he's getting dirty down there. Dude, that's not the same as he aiming on somebody. I like that Mello and Westbrook helped LeBron up there. Like, those are the two guys that should be. That kind of says that those guys are not egotistical about what's going on here. Like, they did, that they are buying in to the team thing. Like, Mello and Westbrook helped LeBron get up. They didn't just ignore it and wait for, like, the other guys to do it. They rushed over there and did it. Helped him up. Hacked him. Dwight Hackward. He's hurt. He's limping. Jordan Poole? Yeah. Yeah. He got the trainer on him. His ankle or something. Oh. Succession. Did you watch that first? Of course I did. Are you serious? <laughs> Bo, did you watch the new season? Uh, I've watched episode? the first episode of Succession and season one, episode one last night. Oh, wow. Well, season three, episode one came out last night, or well, Sunday night. 
It was incredible. So good. I watched it last night. So good. It was really good. (laughs) I mean, it it picked up right where they left off. Yeah. Trying to think of my favorite part. Well, don't spoil anything for me. It's a good show. (laughs) Oh, dude, it gets even better. (laughs) Like, the first few episodes are whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. it takes a minute to figure out what the characters are. But if you stick with it, oh, man, there's so much. It shouldn't be too hard to stick with. No, I don't think so. It's just, I remember I had to watch it a couple times. I had to get through the first few episodes a couple times because I was like, I wasn't sure what I was watching. Yeah, I watched, uh, I watched like the first one or two and was kind of like, eh. What is this? And then I saw like episode four and I was like, oh, I have to go back and watch episode three right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm buying in. Yeah, it takes a few episodes. Well, most things do. Bo, I would love it if you got into Succession. Of all the shows we've talked about that you've refused to watch. I not refuse to watch Succession. The Last like, Dance? The wa- yeah. Dude, I'd rather watch basketball. And when it's dude. when The Last Dance was out, like I just needed a break from basketball. I understand that. You've always kind of been that way. You're like, I need a break. <sighs> <laughs> Typical fucking <laughs> housewife. <laughs> House male. Houseman. House man. <laughs> yeah, remember when Tony Hawk pl- came out and all we we left the skate park mm-hmm. and went to go play Tony Hawk. Well, I was just totally being excited to go do kickflips on a video game. Yeah, and you know, eventually I was like, Jeff, I need a break from Tony Hawk. You're like, no, we will not. I do remember watching. Leave it here. Lakers. You go home. Leave it here. <laughs> <laughs> My dad won't buy this for me. <laughs> I'm Your never going to buy this. you another copy. I stole this PlayStation. I got no fucking games. <laughs> oh, look, celebrity sightings. Can you name one? Uh, there's Jack Nicholson. He's got his mask under his nose. Um, completely he under have, his face now he, he must have run out of mass coke just <laughs> pull this thing down under my nose now there's no point wearing it <laughs> mass coke oh uh, yeah the, uh, the warriors are winning with eight and a half to go in the game they're up 94 90 what how are you watching the game on what tnt obviously the tnt app Oh fuck! Really? Yeah. How do you have that? Let Let's just pretend like I just have it. Bo, do you not? You don't have cable. Hell no. <laughs> I understand that. You don't know anyone with cable. No, I know my parents were the only ones, and then my in-laws—they've uh-huh. never had cable. Oh, here I got. I got something. Here we go. No, dude. I I, I have logins. I got. I have logins. many Kenny logins. Yeah, I just I just pay for cable. I don't. I don't know how y'all do it. Well, see, like in well, my Brian, house, because I, I don't ever I have to. I don't ever have to go. Oh, my feed went down. Well, Brian lives in a dual income home with no children. <laughs> for well, starters. that's what I was gonna say. Like this is true. In my house, like I don't get to sit down till like nine p.m. And so that's kind of if I could sit down at like say Brian's like not working oh. tomorrow night at seven p.m. He can choose to go to whatever establishment he wants to watch the Grizzlies home opener. And or the FedEx Forum. Or just watch it at home. Brian, Brian is cable. Don't you have cable? 
Yeah, they yeah. still have cable. Yeah, Brian has I cable. didn't see Jack with his chin chin thing. So what, Bo? I can pay for cable. You probably, I mean, I mean, you probably just have to watch like Disney Plus all day anyway, right? Because like well, Disney Plus and like PBS. We watch a lot of P- PBS kids when the, the TV is on. You would assume at some point these cable companies are going to figure out and let you make your own like cable package. Like you pick fifteen channels, pay a hundred dollars a month. That would be ideal, and you get those Great. fifteen channels. Like, I, they're going to have to fucking do it. Like I would pay the same amount for cable I have now, just to be able to pick like twenty five channels. Just to not. Well, like, I think, I think they should do like if you want to watch Wednesday night basketball on ESPN or whatever, you can just you know you have League Pass, but the the pre, the premier premium games whatever, just pay a buck. Like I would pay a dollar to watch a basketball game on TV. What's well, it? That's I mean that's the thing with League Pass is I can't watch Grizzlies games on League Pass. Mm-mm. I gotta watch them on on Bally Sports. Right, the worst I can't app watch. ever. Yeah, I'd rather just pay the money and have it on my television. That I would much is... rather pay eight, like eighty bucks for the Wolves for the season than trying to like find a, a pirate stream. Yeah, I mean I, I deal with that with with baseball. What's going? What the fuck is going on? We got a half. So I got a my stream left. back. I'm at 7:46. Where are you guys at? Right there. 7:46. We got Let's a, go. We got a little more than half a quarter left, and the Warriors are up six. I took the Lakers three and a half, and it's parlayed in with a lot of other stuff. Oh, this, we can talk about. I I do like. I want to talk about this game, but I did have Warriors, something else I wanted to bring up. If with the Warriors you, win this game, I'll be fucking surprised. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a statement win from the Warriors for sure. I won't be surprised. And maybe you guys Lakers. change your tune about the Warriors over or under uh, season totals. I have my doubts about both these teams. I mean, I someone's got to win. I took the over, lose. didn't I? I went under. I, I think you did take the over right now. Yeah. Brian went over. Yeah, check your messages. Bo went under. I went over. I like Bron always grabs his eye. Maybe, maybe Bo will change his tune if the Warriors win this game. It's one game, and I don't think the Lakers are this up a, to speed. At they point. know this is on national television. Both teams want to win this fucking game. This is a statement game. What is the what's the Lakers advertiser? The jersey on oh, the jersey advertisement. Wish I have no idea. What no, wish it's is. something different. A lot of uh, it was wish. A lot of people bailed out. A lot of people change. Like a lot of teams are now their ever their jersey advertisers now like crypto. Did anybody actually stuff. fucking hit him? Oh, he got uh, he got, yeah. got him. He got a little eyeball stink. That's fair. That's a fair. He hit him in the fucking head. It's probably going to be a flagrant. Yeah. It had to, if you, it had to have burned. Have you ever gotten someone else's sweat in your eye? It burns. I've got someone else's semen. I mean, Call sweat my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hit the curb button. Lowered expectations. Yeah, we still have a segment, at least one segment to do. But oh, I, I oh, what do you want to say? Um, well, a couple things. One, Kate's having a party for me next Saturday. What's the occasion? I turned 40 on Tuesday, a week from today. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. You and uh, our old buddy Tuan have the same birthday. Do we? Yep. You know Tuan. <laughs> yes. But he's like, he's like 80, 1982, 83, something like that. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not 81. I'm not really sure what how old he is. I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Twan. 
he'll never hear this. So what's up, man? Y- y'all come on up Saturday. Week Saturday. Come on. <laughs> All right. I'm there. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm driving up by myself. I try to get Steven to come, but I think he's going to be out of town. I would, Bo. I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm thinking maybe at some point we'll uh, all get together and do something. Yeah, I'd like you to y'all to come up. It'd be fun to come up in the summer for a baseball game or something. Um, I was going to talk about NBA Top Shot. Yeah. So crypto's doing well, and to- I've been selling garbage Top Shots that I've had on the market for a year. Was They're selling. Well, I'm selling like shit I don't want, like commons for five dollars of players I don't care about players i don't believe in i sold my first one from that i sold i, I got two jared jeffries in that latest drop the <laughs> throwback drop mm-hmm. i sold my highest serial number on for eight bucks on the jared jeff i kept one sold the other that's a good eight move bucks. that's a strong move like sell that shit dude if it's not something that you believe in you should get rid of it to the other sucker I did what like you that? saw the ridiculous ones I had on I had priced on them to sell. I, I pulled those off. And the ones I had doubles of. I have a couple like a Chris Paul and some some OKC young guy well, double. I put those at lowest lowest ask. There's nothing wrong just with just get rid of them. There's nothing wrong with having doubles. I have triples of Desmond Bain's uh first moment rookie. Oh you do? Yeah, I do. I paid money for him oh you bought them mm-hmm. three of them big believer in desmond bain if you don't believe me check my top shots <laughs> no i believe in desmond bain and that goes back to fantasy the fantasy draft i uh was flush with money at the end of our fantasy auction draft and i should have paid for bain or melton and left money on the table but instead i didn't i think he's like an athletic shane battier I really do. I, I don't. Who ended up with uh, both Bain and Milton? Bain. Oh, that was that was you, Brian, for like no money, <laughs> like five dollars total. Bain is like a cross, like he plays like Kyle Lowry, not so much with the playmaking, but he like just his style and the way toughest. he looks. Yeah, the way he looks out there looks like a big Kyle Lowry, and I think he's gonna be like a cross between Shane Battier and Kyle Lowry with like a. He's his shot is like just keep going. What with a little bit of fucking Ray Allen mixed in? His shot is like <laughs> fucking Ray Allen, dude. It is like a robot shot. There's no like weird hitch or anything different about any fucking shot. Yeah. Every shot's exactly He's the same. Every Black release, Larry Bird. Keep every going. Every release is the same fucking thing, dude. He is a fucking robot. So like dudes like that, so like Ray Allen or Bain, obviously Steph is really good at golf, but like are dudes like that like likely really good at golf too? Bain, I don't know if he's interested in that sort of thing. I think he just likes being young right now. Oh, was that Clay Thompson? That was Belicia. That looked like a clay move. He just stepped into it and let it fly. Jesus. All right, so now Golden State is up uh, 106, 101. On the Lakers with four that's forty a brick left. From LeBron. LeBron tried to yep. answer in the fourth back. quarter. Yeah, that's a dude. Brick. Oh my God! Get up, Warriors! Oh, Get up, Warriors! Ball movement. Bronze mad. Shit! See him slam that ball. Oh, point guard, Bron. Yeah. 
He's, a take, he's like, I got to take over. Uh-oh. What is this shit? I got to take over. All right, so you got triples of Bane, but you would agree <laughs> that doubles of Jared Jeffries is doing me no good. No, uh, like I said, invest in players you believe in. All the other shit, sell it, especially if it's like a bad serial common. Yeah, I got some bad serial like it. Jimmy Butler. Dude, oh and- my God, sell it, dude. It's not ever going to be worth anything. It's not a series one. It's not a rookie. It's not a first moment. It's not a player that you believe in. Like, what the fuck are you holding it for? Well, like like an ex- example would be you could get a common Jaron Jackson right now for pretty cheap, and then that he, either he busts or he does not, <laughs> and that would be worth more than a Jimmy Butler. In yeah, the, in- probably. It needs to have some importance, whether you believe in the player or it's their first moment or it's an insane play. Like, some of these moments are valuable just because of the fucking play it was the serial number counts well like the serial a, number, yeah if it's common or it's limited or if it's rare like you have to take all these things into consideration these are all factors like my favorite like one of my favorite moments i have is uh just a series one jason tatum it's like a limited jason tatum the series one though like first run stuff it holds value. That's probably the one moment I've paid money for that's actually held its value because it's a series one. And it's Jason Tatum, who's could end up being an MVP. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, like, I mean, you look down the road, that could end up being something. I'm holding anything that I feel has value based on what it is uh whether it's low serial or limited rare but there's a lot of stuff that i'm just like like siakam moments that are commons high serials like five dollars it's all yours like why fucking keep that (laughs) yeah sorry i'm going to sleep over here and it's not series (laughs) one (laughs) like that series one shit you should probably invest like a little bit of money in like a player that you really believe in, whether it's Luca or whatever, or Jokic, and just get like a one moment that's like a series one moment. And that's basically your fucking investment in that crypto NFT. Because the series one stuff is never going to be unvaluable ever. There's no way. All right. So let, let me look. Mm-hmm. Let me look at my moment rakes here. So I've got this. Like what is? It's an eight-point game with four minutes to go. Look so at this Porzingis. What the fuck is this one? Let's see. sell it. Porzingis. <laughs> is it low series? Serial? It's series two. Series two. Is it low serial number? Or is it limited? Is it? Does it have any special importance? Or is it just um, some common ass shit? Sell it. Sell it to some sucker that's looking to get it. It's uh, thirteen thousand of forty thousand. Yeah, it doesn't so sound no. like anything. Okay, no. something I would list. For maybe 10 bucks okay. and just take the money because it's never going to increase in value like it's not important yeah i would think it wouldn't so you think the series ones i believe uh, heavily in series ones right now where are you getting your series ones information look around and see what's holding value like go search some shit out do your own fucking research 
you have two of the Al- Alexa Pugiskis. Yeah, yeah. That's uh those are I'm holding those. I have one too. I'm holding I have a thirty six thousand and thirty eight thousand. Have you seen that guy fucking play? This is why I'm scared of OKC. Tim up Tim up Poku. Yeah. This is why I'm scared of OKC. He can play. So, like that yeah, team. Yeah, and those, I guess those are like <laughs> what are, what are these? They That's a rookie first first uh first it's a series edition. two, but it's his it's his first one. Right. It's his first moment. That's that I, holds value. Can I list that? No. Keep it. Hold that shit. Unless you don't believe in him. If you uh, think no, he's I think gonna suck, then he has just as much like, he's a rookie, so not anymore. Like this year, like I feel like any like random rookie that I that I have some faith in, I would buy a five dollar moment for because hold on to that one, Bo. Okay. Watch out. That dude is well, we a need to do fucking we need weirdo. To have a, he's a freak. What's going on in the game? Let's talk about the game. Warriors two, are two two and a half minutes. Are zipping left. the ball around Warriors the court are, is incredible. Yeah, I mean it's Steph time. They're playing Steve Kerr. Oh, Draymond. Oh, Draymond moving the ball around, and Wiggins ends up with a wide open three. That was all set up because Steph got into trouble dribbling, dribbling, and and found Draymond, and Draymond made a great pass to a cutter, and a cutter, and then kicked it out to an open Wiggins. It's just great ball movement. That Wiggins That's, shot was so clean that was so not, clay i wonder if he's done has he done anything lately that could make <laughs> a shot better. good ball movement yeah man. that's probably it yeah and wiggins is a basketball player he always has been he just wasn't in a good system going to the warriors is the best thing that ever fucking happened for andrew you know, wiggins you know what andrew wiggins can do play basketball in the city of new york yes he can <laughs> and in california <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this, Jeff. What's my ser- series two, Devin Booker. I've got one at twenty eight, twenty eight thousand, and one at thirty three thousand of thirty five thousand. I can sell. I have two of those. I can sell one of those right for eight bucks. If it's not, if it's not a limited, like a rare moment or a, mm-hmm. a low serial number, then I would sell it. Sell both of them because it's not special. It's not gonna. But you're saying that it could increase in value, Bo. It could increase in value. Yeah, but, but not, how but much is is he gonna win MVP? He's not gonna become KG. Even if he does win MVP, that I don't think that that's gonna be the moment that people are searching out. But Poku, his rookie year, you might as well just hang on to that for the time being, because yes, because it's a rookie. It's essentially a rookie card, right? And those are either he busts want. and it's still worth five bucks or. He's great, and it's worth two hundred bucks. Well, that that's where you have to draw a line, whether or not you believe in that player. Well, I believe in the chance of a rookie, whether or not I believe in the player. Like at this point in his career, it's I bought it in a pack, so I might as well hold it. Like the yes, you risk got it. You got is, it very low cost. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can dig that. So, like uh, Jimmy Butler high cereals like i've been listing that shit and people are actually buying them right now Braun three two to go two minutes to go down warriors 115 106 oh i don't know if there's enough time left in the game well this position is very serious so let's hold off on the top shot talk and just watch the game yeah you got two minutes oh warriors miss 
Mm. Braun's playing point guard now. Where's Westbrook playing off ball? Is that a fucking, what's his name? For the Lakers, you can't let Curry be getting rebounds. Who was shooting that? Avery John? Is that Avery? Uh, Avery Bradley. Bradley, yeah. Bradley. That's the problem is you have Westbrook off the ball. Like, no one's going to guard Westbrook. Like, fine, shoot it. Though Curry just, Westbrook just took AD's head off. Westbrook needs like, oh, my God. Why are they passing it to anybody but AD and Westbrook or Braun right now? Well, it's Baysmore, yeah. Pass it, Baysmore. Oh, my goodness. Another Curry rebound. Another Curry rebound. Jesus. They're not gelled. The Lakers need more time. That's what I said. They need more time. Coming down the stretch, this shit is just not being played out correctly. Because uh, Avery Bradley thinks he's got the fucking green light when Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Westbrook are on the court. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) You got to pass. You got to drive. And then pat kick out or something. Like, sure, you're open. Pump fake. Drive. Kick out. Swing the ball. You're Avery Bradley. <laughs> AD Westbrook and LeBron James are on the court right now. That's gelling. And that's not knowing your fucking role. It's the last two minutes and you're down. You, They'll figure that out. You need guaranteed bucket. They'll figure that out. Not fucking role player threes. Yeah, they will. It's just gel time. That's them tomorrow looking at film. I mean, like, realistically, we probably should have passed out of this. (laughs) Realistically, you're you're shooting a thirty five percent shot. Is that is that how? As a Frank role Vogel player, sounds. Hey, as a role player, realistically, we want to get that percentage up to forty-five to fifty-five percent by you drawing defenders, cutting to the rim, kicking out to the open man. Yes, that's Frank Vogel's voice. <laughs> the game's over. Forty-eight seconds left. Warriors are going to win this game. They're up nine points. That's not enough time. Curry triple double. Curry two tri- rebounds dub. in the past thirty seconds. Good for him, man. It's like nineteen, ten, and ten. Watch out for. I told fucking, you he was the number one fantasy player. Watch out for Curry MVP. Watch out! Watch out! Curry MVP. Him and Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, maybe. His fade. His fade kind of looks weird because his scalp is like not. It's a brand new fade. The same color as the rest of his body. Yeah, yeah it's a fresh fade. That's so why does Steve night. Kerr, why does he get the chin diaper? Why does he do that? Because he because nobody can fucking hear him. And if he yells with the mask on, then the mask just there, goes in his mouth. And they're supposed to have a mask on, I guess, is my question. Dude, when I have to yell, sometimes I have to yell. If I'm wearing a mask, I got to lower the mask. Yeah. Otherwise, it just fucking goes in your mouth. Yeah. When we get off this podcast tonight, Bo, I want you to go out back in the backyard with okay. a mask on and try to yell. Take a deep breath and try to yell. Try to yell like, hey, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, see if the mask just goes in your mouth. <laughs> okay. But no, my, I guess there's, the coaches are supposed to have or like masks the, on the side. Hey, <laughs> uh, Anthony Davis is a power forward. <laughs> Uh, don't guard Dwight. 
It either goes in your mouth or it like pops up off your chin yeah. into your eyeballs. Yeah. Like stabs your fucking eyes. You I can't yell you. on a mask. You can't yell on a mask. Does that answer your question? Yeah, I, I got you. Can I ask you one more Top Shot question? Yeah. Well, let's wait for the end of the game. Oh, come on. Come on, man. It's 42 <laughs> seconds. <sighs> All right, fine. What is it? No, I can wait. Unless you want me to. I can't in so it. easily. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this Buddy Healed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Series 2. Mm-hmm. It is. There's 40,000 of them out there. Oh. Sell it. But I have serial number 22. Oh. Hold it. You think so? Low serial. Hold it. Low serial. It says 103 bucks is the value of it. Do you believe in Buddy Hield? You should. You should. Hold it. But believe in him to do what, though? To be a great basketball player and have more value than he does now. I mean, what is he gonna get traded to the Knicks? Then okay, sure. I don't know where he's getting traded, Bo, or if he's getting traded, but I believe that this is not the ceiling of his playing. What did you what did you get it for? Oh, I got it in a pack for like nine bucks. Oh, and you can sell it for over a hundred dollars? Yeah. Sell it. I disagree. I think this his is value been Brian's top shot minute. <laughs> so Brian knows nothing about so, top shots. And so I believe that he is a better player than he's demonstrating now and his value as a player and his value as an FT will go up. Well, you know, but, take but Jeff's advice or be, take my advice. Fine. But wouldn't it be better? I don't give a shit. <laughs> well no, I'm no all right. So Jeff, wouldn't it be what? better to to sell it for a hundred and three dollars and put that hundred and three dollars in my dapper wallet? And then spend that $103 on some Series 1 guys that I'd believe in and some rookies this year that are low and like get maybe 10 top shot moments for the, the that Buddy Hill, who I think is decent, but is he going to, is that number 22 serial number going to be worth more than 100 bucks in two years? I'm sorry. I just, I was confused. I thought you were holding. Are you holding well, or are you selling? What would you do? A seller, a seller would sell that. A holder for the longevity of this thing would hold, and a holder that that think that's a low serial of a player that we don't a decent think, player. I don't think he. This is the best, but a healed that we're gonna see. I would hold it. Well, I'm just trying to make sense of this market. Like I'm, I'm just. I mean, I'm asking these questions. It's it's interesting. Well, it's a fluent market. It's changing all the time. Is it the most valuable Buddy Heal though? Like, is he gonna get? No, it's not. But be, you no, know, like, you, is he gonna get traded? Valuable. Like, it's, let's say he gets traded, does he get traded to like right. a contender to a good game, or a does good he get team? traded to fucking Cleveland? If he goes to a bigger market, yeah. well, if he goes to New York, the people want him. But they're not. But okay, so the they they did the throwbacks, top shot stuff. Ooh, look at that three pointer that meant nothing. <laughs> Seven points. I lost. I did not anticipate the Lakers losing at home in the season opener. Avery Bradley. <laughs> Bradley. Avery Bradley, get the fuck off the court. The fuck off the court. I did not see the Lakers losing at home on opening night. But on the flip side, I'm stoked that the Warriors won. Yeah. What do you what do you think uh what do you think pulled the Warriors together as a team? <laughs> Wiggins. <laughs> you think that uh we've done this. <laughs> Wiggins getting vaccinated. 
really <laughs> act as a cohesive yeah. glue for it the team. Got us, got them all on the same page. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Steve Kerr will probably talk about it. I, I mean, think. I thought, I thought that he, I thought that Steve Kerr would talk about this in like the eventual like game seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he'll bring of, it like, up the many finals. times. Yeah, is it? I'm just glad that all our players could be here for the game tonight. Uh, these these guys are brothers, like family. They're brothers. They're all on the same page. Everyone's made sacrifices to be here tonight uh-huh. as a team unit, and I'm glad to see us get the W. Let's roll, Cole. <laughs> Steph with the trip dub, first since 2016. Huge ten rebounds. 2016. How, f- how are you letting? St- Steph Curry it's get like, rebounds. It's like 12 years. Yeah, he had a triple level. Good for the Warriors, man. NBA is bad. Yeah. It is so exciting. This is oh, like I'm a... I'm stoked. The, you know, the NBA season starts and it's like... Uh, it To me, it represents like the changing of the seasons. You have like the... You have the baseball postseason. You've got the NBA starting. Uh-huh. You've got college football conference play. NFL's in the mid, mid-swing. Derrick Henry's doing Derrick Henry things. Oh, my God, Derrick Henry. The leaves are turning. Falling. Basketball is on. Everything's dying. Basketball's reborn. Kyle Schwarber is hitting grand slams in the postseason. (laughs) It is a good time. One of my favorite times of the year. I love when the basketball season starts, man. You can wear hoodies with shorts. Halloween's just around the corner. Okay. Where are you going with I this? love it. I just, I love it. It's my favorite time of year. Uh, yeah, he's a fall man. <laughs> Big, I'm, I love autumn. He's a fall man. That's why he has that backpack blower. Did you know, <laughs> right. Bo, did you know Brian has a backpack uh, leaf blower? I didn't need it anymore, apparently. Gas powered. No, I don't. I'll buy it from you for you in the market? $10. I bought it for fifty. I want twenty five. I don't really want it, so yeah. ten dollars. I'll just I'll just hold on to it. I right. think that that's could, an NFT. Then I think that I could possibly sell this backpack blower. This backpack there blower go, has what's the serial number? There you go, bro. <laughs> if you, so if much it more has, value. If it has more value than what you what is being offered now, if you think it has more value later, then you hold it. I fell right. The backpack I fell for it. Is an NFT. The backpack is a buddy healed NFT. I feel like, Bo, you're in a holding position with NFTs. So why sell something that could have more value? Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree you with that. But I kind of I want to stop spending U.S. dollars on NFTs. Sell your garbage. Nobody heals not a garbage. Okay. People I are buying have a garbage. Bit, like, I feel like I could flip. Like the more you have, I have like 54 moments. There's, I could probably sell 20 of them and then get $250 for that and then just buy packs with that 250 and you get more bites of the apple, sell it again. It's like a revolving door. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you're, meanwhile you're missing opportunity uh, with growth. I suppose. So, so maybe that's Jared. So I don't, okay, I so do I not understand one. this. Dude, I get it. I don't want to spend more money. Is what I'm saying. I want to. Oh, I get stop! That. It's pennies on a dollar. Russell Westbrook is not in <laughs> a fashion studio holding up like a measuring tape to a T-shirt. 
in much? real life. <laughs> Are you watching this commercial? No. No, my stream stopped. And Listen, oh, it's a Hennessy commercial. Yes. As little money as you spend on beer with buying these cheap fucking hands, <laughs> you can fucking afford a couple fucking NFTs every month or two. Well, How much I, was your yeah. last pack of NFTs? That was $170. Thank you. How did you get a $170 pack? That was that the... Uh, Mine was $19. I got the big boy pack. I tried. I think they ran out. I was trying not to I think to get I missed one. my fucking opportunity because I was at work, actually. I was in line, and I got in line, and I was like, this is going to line up perfectly while I'm in the middle of fucking weekend rush. I almost missed it, but then I got to the checkout, and it said 170 bucks, and I said, why did I even get in this line? I guess I have to buy this. Yeah, so that means that that will hold its value because everybody that bought those moments, like you have that Bosch one, right? Everybody, yes. everybody that bought those moments knows how much they cost retail and they're not going to sell them for less. You hold that shit. Yeah. The Bosch is like, people know what these things are worth. Don't underestimate the, uh, top shot community. It's the weirdest thing, man. It's, it is weird and it's new, but I would say stick it out. The Bosch one, was ex- I was excited there, to get that. I, I, you know, it would have been nice to get a KG. There's there's things that you can sell, though, that will not necessarily increase in value. I have this Peyton Pritchard that... I mean, they is, might a little, but it's not... They're, it's not, they're not valuable pieces. There goes Jack, nose out. There's so many people with no masks at all on in that arena. How does that work? Yeah, I thought if you sat courtside, you had to wear a mask. Yeah, how's that working? Nobody, there's a lot of courtside. Floyd Mayweather's not wearing a mask. Fans at this Lakers What are you going to do about it? We're going to kick Floyd Mayweather out. It's so disrespectful to all the employees that have to fucking wear them. There's people all up in these stands not wearing masks. You can't enforce it. I guess not. I mean, I get it. I'm ready for it to be over. I don't want yeah. to wear a mask. Well, I'm you're assuming they're all vaccinated. I don't want to fucking wear one either. I'm fucking vaccinated. I thought that was the end of it. All right. The game's over. So it's time for... The Lakers may not win a game this entire season. Yeah. My expectations are very lowered. <laughs> Your segment is on the Bulls. Yeah. Did not watch the game because it wasn't locally broadcast. Yeah, we went over it. Yeah. It's Interesting fine. to see how a team full of ball dominant players does. Okay. Um, okay. You know, a bunch of shooters. Bunch of, yeah. I mean, you got a bunch of players who need the ball. You've got DeRozan. You've got Levine. Ball's a facilitator. Yeah. It is going to be interesting. I think that's why you chose that team. Indeed. Uh, Bo, you? Your team is? The Timberwolves. Uh-huh. And their lowered expectations have to involve the Ben Simmons sweepstakes, which we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. And they think they're going to get them, but I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. That's it for the week? And I think people are excited. I, I think Anthony Edwards is going to be really good. I He had a, a great second half of the season last year. But is Cat going to come back and be 
awesome. Apparently, he's watching gorillas, silverback gorillas fight to the death before each game to get himself hyped up. A video of that or something. That's pretty metal. So we'll see. This cat bring it or or not. Yeah, we'll see. My lowered expectations with the Spurs is that the San Antonio Spurs routed the rebuilding Rockets with smothering defense and expertly executed offense in their final preseason outing Friday night. So the Rockets and the Spurs are not on the same fucking level. <laughs> you think uh, the Spurs got a little bump when they uh, when they, they cut yeah. Luka? Yeah. The Spurs are not in Sacramento territory. You think Luka got cut and they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> they are not even on... They may be Timberwolf territory, but I would I would be willing to bet real money that the Spurs finish above the Timberwolves at the end of the season. Yeah, I'll give you that. I like what they're doing. I'm more in tune with that team than I've ever been in my entire life, probably. And that's it for lowered expectations. Uh, I got one thing to say before we get out of here. Let's keep up with how the Raiders do at home. A little NFL talk. Got it going? You got some numbers? Well, the Raiders played on the road this week. <laughs> Not at home at all. After John Gruden resigned from the head coaching position, he got canceled. He said some things in some emails a decade ago, or however many years it was. He had to resign. He had to walk away. Well, the Raiders on the road won against a team that's been favored for most weeks of this season. Denver was favored by five this week. And the Raiders won 34-24. So what does that say? The Raiders overcome adversity. Gruden distraction out. The experiment's back on. Yeah. Next week, the Raiders play at home against Philly, who's not a good team. The Raiders should be a lock next week at home. Distractions are fading away. Fading away. The team, very good defensive team, is coming back around. All the bullshit's gone. Philly's no good. So, the Raiders should win. The idea of Las Vegas being a party town and and uh, teams coming into Vegas and being distracted, the experiment's back on. Gruden's gone. Experiment on. Should be fun. I think we're good, guys. Oh, we got to go. Yeah, I got to get out of here. My, my mom bought all these Nutribullets, and I got to – she's trying to unload them, so I got to – trying to sell them what the fuck is that (laughs) (laughs) i gotta figure out how to sell all these neutral bullets i don't know what the fuck you're talking about blender (laughs) oh (laughs) okay all right bo thank you for coming on this week i appreciate you joining us as always brian thank you very much for being here what a fucking day long day ended well Thanks, Jeff. Long day ended well. I agree. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's a song that I wrote. This one's for the homies. Oh!